Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The wild card series have came and went. All sweeps. All the teams that won, they won. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. Code John Boy Postseason is going to get you ten percent off tickets of your choice. It's October fourth, I believe, and the uh, Wild Card Series are over. Sweeps galore, quad sweep. Trev, any uh, thoughts before we get into the individual games? On I guess just the quad sweeps. No baseball for two days. I don't really have any feelings. Uh, you know, I didn't want or necessarily need any games to go three. I don't know. It seems like to me the better teams came out and just put it on them. I mean, in a three-game series, you got to win game one. And, you know, obviously all the teams that won game one won the series. So I thought it was good. I I'm, I think the next the divisional matchups are awesome. So I'm excited to see this. Jake? Three teams just didn't show up. Um, a slight credit to the Brewers. They had leads in both their games. They just got run up on by them dirty snakes, Pop. So, um, yeah, uh, the the other three teams, like Rays, Jays, and Marlins, you almost owe us an apology as baseball. Um, but, yeah, uh, bummed that there's not going to be baseball for the next two nights, uh, but excited that... Uh, Hey, I, I guess the better teams are going on kind of no questions asked. Trev, you have a question in the back. I just think that this is better for the next series that all the teams swept and now have a few days to rest their guys, you know, kind of get their rosters in order. It actually kind of takes away a little bit of the, like, playoff buy, the advantage that teams would get from that. So I kind of yeah, like so it. What, I, I don't like the, the buy and how much of an advantage you get by setting up your pitchers. This format stinks. The teams that won, I'm glad they won. I mean, we're two years deep, and all eight series, whoever won game one has moved on, so just make it a one-game series and let's have some fucking moments and TV ratings and not day games at 3 o'clock. Um, I am very much enjoying the last two days, sitting down, watching baseball, being in it. Like I've, I'm, Don't get me wrong. I've thoroughly enjoyed watching the games. By the time it gets to the Phillies game, and that's the one at the end, I'm like, dude, I don't care. There's like this is this is non-competitive. Marlins had a minus run differential. What are they doing here? But this format stinks. Stagger the games. So they're like night games. And then there's no two off days. And just not like so much if you win first, you're going to be in. I agree. Joe Musgrove, Joe Musgrove's ears, miss him. Yeah, we didn't get a moment this year. So I was trying to think of, like, is there a playoff moment from any of these four series? Um, there's some bad ones. Royce Lewis, I think, was Royce's a moment. Royce's second homer. Royce Lewis, yeah. first two, for sure. Corbin and Carroll. the back-to-back homers in D-backs yeah. were the two biggest ones. Yeah. Bryson Stott homer to, to ice the game, I think. A grand slam, excuse me, to ice the game it was a moment. Those games were legitimately over before they started. I agree. I agree with that. The Florida teams. But that's good. Both Florida teams needed to lose. So, like, I was that was like my one of my two demands. Why? Uh, because no one cares about them and they would sour the next matchup. Oh, you are you love the ratings. That's why. Well, Trev, what did you say? We got the best four matchups. Did you want to see? I, I, I love the matchups. I would, see I would change Marlins, do you want to see Marlins, Braves, and Rays, Orioles, or did you want to see what we got? No, I like what we got. I don't think that Diamondbacks should be playing the Dodgers. Diamondbacks should be playing the Braves. Phillies should be playing Dodgers right now. Yeah, reseeding would be nice, but then they can't like do that. MLB hasn't got to that level yet. We still can't review if a guy got hit by a pitch or not. All right. All right. Game one, Jake. Burn it away. Like a young Trevor Plouffe, we're taking some E in the trop. 
Eflin versus Eovaldi. Scoreless into the fourth. Garcia and Young, but Mr. Carter, I am him. This kid, Evan, with a two-run homer. Simeon with double the doubles. It's a route in the trap, and we got more sloppy plays from the damn sloppy Rays. A lot of mead this offseason for Tampa as Curtis gets them their only run. Nate Dog let it regulate. 6.2, one Ernie. Avaldi to Spores to LeClerc. Texas wins 7-1, takes the series 2-0 final. Yeah, this game uh, stunk. And didn't you get tickets to this game on SeatGeek, Jimbo? No, I didn't, but if I did, I would have used the code John Boy Postseason, got 10% off, and been maybe the 21,000th fan to uh, so go support my team in an elimination game. But the bridge... So Rangers. Thank you, SeatGeek. Make sure you click on the link in the description. 10% off John Boy postseason. Rangers basically had themselves two exhibition games. Uh, you know, half half attendance. The Braves exhibition games might have had more crowds. Uh, Better defense. Like, uh, what'd you say? Better Eesh. defense at the Braves games. <laughs> I can't hear you. Better defense at the Braves games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Avaldi shoved though that was cool, and he's got some real cool playoff stats now. So happy for him. I I this I I agree. This wasn't much of a contest. The Rays, I believe, were blanked for how many innings in a row? Twenty something innings in a row, going back into last year last year's postseason. The bats really just didn't show up. I mean, every single starter or player that was in the Rangers lineup had a hit. We got Corey Seager getting two hits, Josh Young at the bottom lineup getting three hits. We got a young guy, Carter, doing his thing. Um, this was a trouncing, and for the and for the Rangers in the series, they got two excellent starts from their starters and didn't have to show their bullpen, which, you know, that's their weakness, and they didn't have to expose that. LeClerc pitches on back-to-back days. Spores and Chapman are the only other two relievers that even pitch in this series. So, you know, that aspect of their roster and their team, which everyone was worried about, didn't really come into play in this series. It will come into play in a five, you know, five game set and then a seven game set. Like we're going to Rangers fans. I got the jersey on. Okay. Like I'm, I'm in. I like the Rangers. I like that they went out and, and kind of like bought this team and then traded for this team. Like they're going for it. So I've been rooting for them. Um, you know, you're going to have some moments in these next couple series or next series where you're going to be like, dang, like our bullpen is scary. That didn't happen in this series. And for Rangers fans, I think that was nice, uh, but it's coming. Yeah. But it's nice that they can get by and truly like if they would have planned some innings out, maybe this is what they would have done. You know, you have the diamondbacks are in a different situation. And if they had to win these and use all their bullpen, we'd be like, that's nice, but they're set up pretty poorly. Uh, no, they're set up to go compete now, so good job. They all got hits in this game. Not only did every Ranger get a hit, eight out of the nine had hard-hit balls. Your thoughts, Jake? Well, every Ranger had a hit. Um, <laughs> the uh, Man, it's... I don't the the Rays just didn't show up at all, man. This team had the second most wins in the American League. They won ninety nine games in the regular season. Trev, you, you, you talk about it more poetically than us to win to win ninety games in Major League Baseball. You got to be a pretty damn good team to win ninety five games. You got to be a pretty good team. Ninety nine games, uh, and this team got on a heater. It and it kind of lined it up lined up with the Wander suspension. And it's the Rays, and they're going to pitch in their bullpen. Um, you know, outside of Pochet, everyone who gave them an effort out of their bullpen was good, but they couldn't score. And that, you know, it becomes one of those Rays things. Do you play matchups, and is your lineup, lineup pesky or deep? Are you playing matchup guys that, that make your lineup feel kind of thin throughout? And they, uh, they were just never about it. Um, you know, going back to the first game and all, all the errors, I don't know, 3 p.m., if, if that does anything for the Rays. 
the Texas lineup, and I'm I'm focused right now on the bottom with uh, our guy Thick Neck Josh Young. Before we even knew who he was, uh, we were on him. He's going to finish, I think, top three rookie of the year. They've currently got him batting eighth because he got banged up and he came back to this team. And now Evan Carter, this fucking guy, um, Mr. What, do you guys hear on the broadcast? They said his nickname was Mr. Mr. Three Two Count or Mr. Walk or something. It was pretty bad. It was like definitely not a nickname. Um, but in that at bat, he got a three two count, which was sick. And it's all he's doing. He's either driving the ball or he's getting walks. That that's now your eight nine man. And that's where this Texas Rangers team, when they were right and they were one of the class baseball teams in the league, we were focused on this lineup and their starting pitching, and that's what came through. I think we have to be mentioning the Rays injuries. I know every team goes through them, but we're talking about okay. Wander's not injured, but Wander's not on your team anymore. Oh, well, in the brain, be, he might not ever be on your team again. But you know, other than that, we got B. Lau's not in the lineup. We got Luke Rayleigh, who's been great for them. He's not in the lineup. You got a bunch of pitchers. So I mean, like we're not getting full throttle Rays here. We talked about them winning ninety nine games or whatever it was. We're not getting full throttle Rays. Uh, it's not an excuse for them coming and laying an egg in the postseason, but surely it's a different ball game if you do have those guys, specifically Rayleigh and B. Lau in your lineup. I can't even really speak on Wander because, again, I don't think he's going to be even on the team anymore. Those two guys, just not having them, I mean, that hurts, dude. It's tough. Yeah, but the, the defense and the, and the starting pitching were awful as well. I don't know who was that guy. I think it was Simeon who was quoted saying, like, yeah, Seattle was a tough matchup for us. They got starting pitching. We matched up way better against these race. Oh, rude. Yeah, yeah, Trev, I kind of, uh, no injury card for me. Like, if I'm a Texas Rangers fan and we lost, and DeGrom, John Gray, and Max Scherzer, Jake Odorizzi's there too. There's, there's a playoff four rotation. Like, they, I don't know, man. That, it's almost bizarre. Uh, it's almost bizarre, and I don't, I don't know if it, like, did nerves kick in or did one bad thing happen and then it turned into quicksand and everything compounded, but that was, that was a little bizarre, man. Uh, a little bizarre. And Texas... Rumor I heard was they didn't want to play anymore. Could be. Well, they're, they got their wish, if that's your rumor. Yeah. Jimmy, you got to stop with the race. Hey, come on, man. It's a pretty dang good ball club. They lost two That's games. That's the lost, rumor I series. heard. They lost a That's series. That's the rumor guys. I and, heard. And it happened to be in the postseason. The, I think the, this team is going to be very good, Jimmy. The AL East. AL East, Trev. Yanks could have put this effort up, and they stunk. Yanks are a bad team, and they could have done what the Rays did. AL East, brah. Yeah, AL East. Aren't you our West Coast guy? No, I'm not going to do the show if we just like shit on all the teams that lost because that's not the case. Two fucking games, man. The Rays didn't show up. I look, I'm just. But they also played bad. Yeah, you know what? They did, but they, there's things to talk about other than they, they didn't want to play anymore or they suck and all this stuff. Come on, man. Well, that, was, that was just a rumor. I heard. Well, rumors out. Rumors out. Robbie Grossman's hitting three hole for the Rangers and they went and took two, two freaking games from the Rays in the Trop. So give credit to the Rangers. I don't know, man. I'm I'm on, like I said before, I think that they're going to have a more difficult time in a longer series where, you know, they don't have a full starting five rotation, not even really a starting four rotation. Um, I guess they can if they really want to, but they're going to be bringing some guys from the out of the bullpen into the rotation. Uh, so I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult in the, this next round, but um you got to just give credit where credit's due. They came out to play, and I really think it's you. You mentioned it, Jake. Like the bottom of the lineup, like having that, like Josh Young and, and and Evan Carter playing the way he did at the bottom. That's just that's how you win postseason series when you're getting those contributions from like up and down the lineup. Because sometimes the guys at the top, Yanni Diaz struggled. You know, like he had one twenty five in the two games. You know, and and they needed more from the other guys, and it just didn't happen for them. Rangers got that from their bottom of the lineup and their starters. Yeah, and that's the the Robbie Grossman thing. I mean, there's you know we've talked about it on here. We we were doing some goofs and gaffs in the office because it's like, wait, behind him is Garcia and Low, and like you know even what Evan Carter's given with his at bats right now. But I I wonder if that's like a Bruce Bochy kind of old school thing. Like, hey, 
we're the kids are down in the lineup. Like they they haven't they haven't been through all this before. And you know, Robbie Grossman, I don't know, he's a switch hitter in the middle of the lineup. It stretches the rest of the team down. And I don't know, we we've seen this with at the 2019 Nationals, like there was some talk like should Adam Eaton be up there is kind of like an old school approach of having him be a slappy guy up there, but that kind of stretched out their lineup that I don't know. I don't know. When it's working, it feels great. But, you know, I know, I, I think Grossman struck out with two runners on base, or he got out, um, and then Adolis comes up and he hits the solo homer to give him the lead the next inning. And it's like, I don't know, man. I kind of, I wouldn't have hated having Adolis up there. Um, but they pressed all the right buttons. The lineup is looking like it did when this team was dominant, and the Rays couldn't do anything offensively. Maybe Bochi just can't stand to put a DH lower than three. You're my DH. Started my six games, there. six games this year in the three hole, zero in the four hole. Uh, but he did, he did have an OP, his highest OPS of the year was in the three hole with a 1.2. So maybe Bochi is analytical Bochi and we just don't know it. I think he, speaking would, of analytics, I think he would sock two. you in the face for saying that. What? I think he would sock you in the face for calling. He probably him would. Coach. Do you know where he hit most? Eighth? Seventh in the lineup. Yeah, I was say. season comes around. Let's put him in the three hole and win two games. All Veterans right. matter. <laughs> oh shoot, that's pretty funny. Game number two. Oh yeah. A beautiful sunny day for Mr. Gray and the Twins as they try to win their first playoff series since 2002. But Jose would put his twigs and Barrios on the table for Toronto. And Barrios was strong as his return to Minnesota. Three scoreless, but he's getting pulled. And mama, there goes that man. Let's go Dior store shopping with Correa's RBI single. Willie, no RBI on the GIDP, but it scores one. It's 2-0. Like a bad scab, Vladdy gets picked off. He's out, and so are the Jays. Gray to Varland to Thielbar to Stewart to Jax to Duran. Oh, Minnesota. They move on to Toronto. 2-0, and the series is 2-0-2. Let's go Twins, babe. This game's got some good fun talking points with the pickoff and the uh, pulling of Barrios to Kikuchi. That was a little bit like, hey, Blue Jays, what are you, two years behind? We don't do this in the postseason anymore. I was like a 2020 thing. And then some people did it 2021 and now it's gone. You can't just do that. Yeah. It's, I mean, from a, from like a, I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for here. I didn't mind the move. Okay. In theory. But once you see what Barrios is doing on the mound, I think that's when your mind starts to change. If you have, like sort of uh, any feel, right? Like you can have that in your mind. Let's have Barrios. Let's get them to stack all their lefties up because that's what Rocco Baldelli does. He plays the matchup. So let's get all of our lefties in, which by the way, are a lot of their really good hitters. Uh, Julian, Walner, Akira. These guys are good young hitters. So you start Barrios, get him in. And then you see how he goes. If he kind of doesn't look great first time through the order, then you can go to Kikuchi. You can go to Ryu, whoever you want to bring in, and then you can flip it. You know Rocco's going to pinch it. Then those guys aren't going to be in there at the end of the game. So, like, in theory, it works. But once you see Barrios and what he was doing out there, I think then you have to be like, okay, like, we have the lane. It's decision time. And I think if you just watched him pitch, you wouldn't make the move. So, I don't... It it, it didn't even really backfire on them because... Like Correa hit a like a CNI single. The next two guys grounded in double play and another ground ball. So like Kikuchi actually did his job. Um, but they score runs and it looks really bad. And now, yeah, he's gonna have to answer all the questions. All the questions. And it might not even have been from Schneider, it could have been from up top 
I don't know. Like I said, like I think the thought process was right, but Barrios looked really good today. They, I mean, they were having some really bad swings against him, and in the end, it didn't work because he gave up some runs, and now you're going back home. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I hate making decisions before the game and not watching the game to change a decision. You can make a guideline, but you shouldn't make a strict path. This was like way too strict of a path. All the quotes after the game were bad too. Like, yeah, what Mary feels like this, it's kind of like what's ruining the game. I'm paraphrasing. Um, Barrios was like not happy about it, obviously. It's tough, man. It's a tough way to go home with that feeling in your mouth. You know, it's a taste it, in your mouth. It's a different thing. Oh, that feeling in your mouth. It's <laughs> it's a different thing. Like, you know, we were talking a lot about Brandon Fott getting getting his first playoff start and like, will the kids survive? And uh, we're we're saying that in an endearing way. Like it's it's tough out there in the playoffs, and especially if you're a kid and you're figuring it out. Like Barrios, a dude who you gave a big bag to, a big bag of money to. Pitching a great against, point. Pitching how against, much money they gave him. Pitching against his old team. Like, that part shouldn't matter, but it does. And then he gets through clean. Like, it, it's very true that there's a part of this that, say, Barrios went through the second time um, and all the lefties clip him. Then all the Toronto fans would be going like, hey, we had Kikuchi fresh for this game. Like, you got to know there's lefties out there. So there's there could be a little devil's advocate out there, but wouldn't you rather go down with your guy who... Uh, kind of like got himself back in tune. Remember, he kind of lost it last year. Got in the lab, tuned himself up. You gave him all that money. I would let it ride out there. At the same time, we're focusing on this so much when it almost doesn't matter. Blue Jays did not score. And Trev, there's there's a ton of credit to do to that pitching. Like Sonny Gray's been a dog in this league for a while. It's unfortunate that uh maybe too many people, me and me, Jimmy and BBD, come across are going to remember him as. The Yankee that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's not a New York guy, right? Dude, this dude on the A's was a dog. This dude on the Reds was a dog. And now he's doing it with the Twins. Um, that he gives them five shut piece. Trev, you were on it first. Everyone that's coming out of that Minnesota bullpen. That used to be one of the things I disliked most about the Bomba squad and some of those Twins teams. It never felt like there was a guy coming out that I was like, oh, shoot. Like, that's not the dude you want to see in the game. All of these guys coming out are weapons, weapons, and they're tasting it and they're enjoying it. And on the other side, hey, I know the Blue Jays team, in theory, in our heads, this is a team that's like built on hitting. We know all those guys. This team was built on pitching. The pitching pretty much did their job this series. Um, Like, the offense just never showed, and it's, I don't know, man. This Blue Jays team, maybe there's some Yankee stuff in here with me. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I, I try not to think there is, I try to think I'm watching this team neutrally cause God, my Yankees sucked and I'm, I'm in no, I'm not in a spot to come at blue Jays right now, but man, some of the little things get me about this team and, and Vladdy being picked off the Bichette base running from the first game. And then even like, I'm not saying Bichette should get the ball that Correa hit, but I think it's funny when you got two teams matched up, you're matching up these teams. Like, I bet you Carlos Correa snags that ball. Uh, and Carlos Correa's defense at short is always impactful. And, like, it's always felt like Bichette has had a little more gear defensively. It's felt like the Blue Jays themselves have always had a little more gear. And when it's time to show it, it just ain't happened, man. And maybe it's blind luck. Like you said with two games, Trev, anything can happen in baseball. But every time this team comes up against it, it seems like they come up on the wrong side. I mean, how close were they, though, with Chapman? Bases loaded, a ball about six inches from crazy, the fair line. One crazy. Jake Storielli from the fair line. But then he grounds into a double. <laughs> I mean, that's baseball. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 As soon as the Twins got a lead, with Sonny on the mound and the guys that they have in the bullpen right now, I felt confident that the Twins were going to win the game. And really, the guys that threw today, um, Varlin, Theobar, Stewart, Jack, Strand, those are like their guys. I don't know if I'm missing anybody. I mean, Pagan has been really good, but I, I doubt he gets into any like kind of high leverage situation. He had a really good year, say for one outing where they just let him rot and he get like six or six, maybe even eight runs, which really skewed his numbers. Uh, but these guys they threw right now are 
are legit. I mean, I love Brock Stewart. He's got wipeout stuff. Uh, Griffin Jack's a uh, Air Force guy. Love that about him. Um, he's shown to be up for the task. Then Duran, I don't know what the heck happened with him with his finger. It looked like there was blood. He was like wiping it off. So maybe a nail, maybe a blister. And I thought that they were going to take him out and just see what was going on. Uh, but he decides, no, I'm going to stay in and just punch everyone's ticket. So it was good. 75% swing and miss percent for Duran. Pretty ridiculous. Trev, did you, can you watch the Correa hit again and Bichette? The Blue Jays are playing half. half like, in. you're not playing corners in and let them score one run and turn the two ball and Bichette's back. They're not playing in and let's just stop the run because base is loaded. He's just playing no man's land. And Correa hits him a tailor-made double play ball. I'm going back to look right now. I I I, I remember the play in my head, but I wanna I wanna see exactly what where he was. Yeah, as a player, I'm interested. If you tell me that's very normal, like area where you would play, but you, I don't usually I see shortstops in or out. So this is actually this happened with the Twins this year, and I was curious. I asked the their infield coordinator about it or the infield coach. A lot of teams aren't going to the typical like double play depth that we're used to. I, I kept asking them about that. Like, what are we doing? Why are we playing so far away from the base? And I don't know if this is all teams, but the twins definitely did this. And they're more concerned about like range and being able to get to balls than turning the double play, which I don't really understand. Um, like right there, like where I, where I see him at, you know, this, this base is loaded. I think he's, they want to get to where the ball's going to be hit more. So like if a, uh, spray chart says this is where you need to play. They'd rather do that and play there and not give up a hit than play always in double play depth. And if the spray chart says differently, then they give up a hit. So it's, it's, I don't know if it's a new thing, but it's definitely over the last couple of years. I, I mean, when I was playing, it was definitely like you still played your double play depth, unless there was someone like crazy that really, you know, hit it to one spot and you needed to be there. That's what it looks like to me where they were just kind of shifted over into the hole. And like, that's something that I don't know what's going on, but that's the explanation that I got when I asked Tony Diaz, who coaches the infield for the twins. Mm. Cause Correa will do the same thing. I think you got to concede to give up the run, which I, well, I don't think, or go just corners in and, you know, the middle back kind of more up the middle for the double play ball, the traditional way, because I think that's a double play ball with one run scoring. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his angle right now too. Like it was a, it was fisted. It was a one hopper past him, and yeah, he was but kind he's of in. breaking towards the the bag a little bit, and he, the angle was in instead of back. And I don't know if he got fooled by a full swing, almost like a jam shot. So it actually was yeah. slower than he thought it was going to be. Maybe. Yeah, Correa's got real good numbers against Kikuchi. And yeah, he did. I know you're I know you're using the bench and flipping the other two guys around, but you're still there's at least one runner on. And then Kikuchi comes in and walks the guy. Uh, or well, first he gave up the the hit that was tracked down, but not turned into an out. Anyway, the Vladdy pickoff is really bad. And really cool by Sonny Gray and Carlos Correa to put it on. Three two pitch, both swinging out of his shoes. Vladdy's telling him to take deep breaths at second base, like, yo, calm down. And then it's Vladdy, the one that gets picked off. And he hung around for a little too long at second. Some point you got to eat that, Vladdy. Like he thought he was safe. and but Oh, know, he was bro. like, he was waving he was for like a minute straight. Safe. And it was yeah. really, it was a really sad watch. Hoping. I don't know if uh, I didn't see any talk afterwards of who put that on if it was Sonny who called it himself more than likely it was Correa because he's back there watching Vladdy take a big secondary because he wants to score what do you got uh A-Rod let everybody know that Sonny put it on because he touched his hat something that Sonny Gray does in between every single pitch A-Rod just needs to relax a little bit we don't know it was either A from the bench B from Sonny C from Carlos or D from the catcher so they showed the replay and it was like Sonny touching his hat and it was like, well, that's well, I didn't know Sonny was thinning out up there as much as he is, Trev. That's shocking when he took his hat off. I couldn't believe that. No comment. No Verlander, comment. Verlander-esque. Had an I thought Sonny, I thought Sonny had bench. like nice hair 
That's the what I think about. I, do you know this, Jake? Hair looks good in a hat. Here's what I'll say. Um, we work with some partners. Uh, that big league salary. I go one way or the other. You know, um, fight or don't. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm happy for Sonny. I'm happy for Sonny. Are you fighting? I'm fighting a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I put I, some sprays and shit up there. I have no idea what I'm doing. You got to do the I'm some chemicals on, TV, on. You are on TV currently right winning now. Do his recipe. I'll give you that. Yeah, I should probably do pills or stuff. I forget yeah. a lot. Know what I don't forget, though? Wearing my Tommy John. Uh, it's October. Take care of your biscuits. And fall means leaves should be dropping, not that tired waistband on your old underoos. Ooh, protect, nice. Protect your tree trunk with underwear so amazingly comfy it might become a tourist attraction. I've kind of been doing that. Uh, I let people know I'm wearing my TJs. That's code for Tommy John, people. Um, underwear and loungewear, they've got dozens of comfort innovations, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric. They've got a bunch of styles. I did two purchases. I told you I bought a, kind of a sampler pack to see if I preferred one over the other, and then I loaded up Sport 360. Why don't you get yourself 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash talking. Save 20% at TommyJohn.com slash talking. Uh, see site for details. Click the link. Uh, it's changed my life, and it could change yours. Just like Minnesota investing in their bullpen. Good stuff. They had three o'clock starts. The crowd was awesome. Yeah, crowd was good. I think that's important. We mentioned that for sure. They were they showed up. Our guy, um, our guy Jolly Olive brought up an interesting question: Is Duran the best reliever left in the playoffs? Oh shoot! I mean, I gotta go. I gotta think of everybody. Orioles, Cano is still oh. there. He's had a pretty good year. Cano's there and has been good. Batista out, unfortunately. Araldis Chapman career. Okay. Kevin Ginkle, number one. The Gink man. He came back and pitched today. Good for him. Getting ginky with the boys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the pure stuff. Of course. I mean, I mean there's nobody that throws like him. He throws a hundred to 105 with a fastball he throws a what do they even call it a splinkler splinker yeah, yeah they call it a splink because he throws his splitter like 95 miles splitter two seam yeah and, and then the, his curveball is his best pitch <laughs> and it's 88 to 92 and it's an actual curveball it's not some bullshit ass cutter slider it's a curveball yeah, he threw uh, three straight to your boy Matty Chaps. That was pretty, yeah. uh, pretty tough. And what do you do if you're a hitter? You're like, well, I got to be ready for a hundred and change. And then not only that, like there's a bowling ball, like you know, about to buzz my bat in half with his splitter sinker. And then you have a pitch that looks like a fastball at the top of the zone, and then all of a sudden it drops in the dirt. It's a tough at bat, man. Alvarado's pretty good. Alvarado's yeah. good. He had a good year. When he's on, I feel like he's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's some guys, you know, the, the Seawald's been, you know, he's he's done it this year. I, I think Duran pure stuff, yes. Yeah, stuff-wise, Duran. He's got an argument, which I, I don't know. I, I don't know if people would. I mean, Ryan Presley. Let's not Presley's got an argument, Presley. too, right? That That's kind of where we landed. We I landed... put them, yeah, 1A, 1B. You know, Presley's been through a lot of wars and does it a little differently. Uh, where Duran's at right now, I mean, hey, he comes out and everyone's looking at his hand and you're like, wait, what What the hell's going on out here? If you're a Minnesota fan, it's still a two-run lead. You're like, what is this? Um, and then didn't matter at all. Mantiply. Mantiply will get you out. Andrew Salfrank? Yeah. Let's move on to the NL. Yes. Big Jakey. You love the NL. Mm, perfect NL. Freddy Krueger Peralta would hope to be a nightmare to the Diamondbacks, while Zach Gallen would hope to be the milkman and deliver for Arizona. Free lick for the free run on the sack fly, and then free Willie as Adamas gets the RBI single. Gallen survives a couple potential knockout punches. 
And with Arizona, there's always a snake in the grass. Alec Thomas homer. It's a Marte parte as Cattell gets the two RBI single. Oh no, fam. Tommy scores on the wild pitch. And oh, Lords, it's 5-2 snakes after Gurriel brings in another. Would the pen hold for the snakes? They sure did. Gallon to Thompson to Ginkle to Salfrank to Seawald. Oh! We play for rings in the desert. I think I'll have myself a beer. Snakes win 5-2. They head on to beat the Dodgers. Oh. Oh, spoiler. Spoiler, Jake. No, it helps. This is the only series that has a win expectancy chart that's two colors out of yeah. uh, the four series, the two games. What are you going to say, son, Jake? I was going to tell the people about Roan um, mm. because, you know, you could treat yourself to some R-H-O-N-E Roan. You know, these playoff games may not have been flipping, but maybe you could start flipping your fashion with Roan. You bet that's not in the script. That's all me. Their commuter collection, the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man, and here's why. Get you ready for any occasion with the pants, dress shirts, Q-zips. It's Q-zip season, baby. That is mm-hmm. my lane. Oh, Trev gives me that look when I start wearing my Q-zips that he's like, I kind of want to punch you, but God, Disappointed. you Disappointed. God, you look good. Especially when it's in my roan. R-H-O-N-E dot com slash baseball. Use promo code baseball. Save 20% off your entire order. 20% off. Roan.com slash baseball. Code baseball. Click the link in the description. Just get your wardrobe better, fellas. The Brewers had so many chances in both of these games. It's crazy. Like, that many runners on base. uh, And then that many left on base it's it was a tough couple games for the brew crew and you know it was a weird feeling when the brewers got up it just it felt like arizona was going to answer at some point it was like in my mind okay arizona is going to get back in this game can the brew crew like have an, a crooked number inning and and maybe make it like harder for them or or like just make them have to work for it. And they just didn't do it. They just couldn't push to run across when they had runners in scoring position. It just, they just didn't have good enough at bats. Essentially. Um, I think they're going, I think the brewers more than any team that lost today, are they're going to go back and say, what the heck, man? Like we, we had it until we did it. And they just, like I said, they just didn't get the big hit. And that's what we always talk about with the brewers. Like who's going to get the big hit. Who's gonna who's gonna hit that three run homer when they need it? And they sure had chances, and they had like the right guys up there and everything. And in these last two games, it just it just didn't happen for them. And now they're going home because of it. They also had they had Gallon on the ropes for the first three innings and kept letting him off. But I mean, two runs in the first inning, and then Terang opens up the second inning with like I don't know what it was a ten or eleven pitch at bat. It's a long one. Uh, and then there was uh, two quick outs or uh, I think in the third inning, they had two singles, but then a double play. Uh, and after that gallon, you're like, you know, you kept thinking he's going to come out of this game early. Like he's got, oh, they're going to have to dip their bullpen way earlier. And then I looked up, it was a sixth inning and they were like, gallons in. He's at this many. I'm like, what the shit? Brewers. You let him stay around all six. Dude threw a whole game in the first inning. Yeah, there's yeah. a I I mean the the Freelick double play deserves to be mentioned cuz sometimes when we when we talk and we, you know, sometimes we lay an elbow into analytics and we'll make a lot of 54% jokes in the next coming months or years because that's one of the worst quotes ever. But one of the things we do like about sports is the little bit of variable you can't control. They had Gallon on the ropes, Freelick Line drive up the middle, hits his glove, and then drops, which almost made it easier to turn the double play because everyone froze. Uh, and then from there, 
Donaldson, who they brought in. The next inning, there's a walk and a double play. And then Gallon and the whole, the whole team of the Snakes. You saw it in there at bats, too. They had that belief, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, we're, we're still here. That They're starting to play a little tighter. And, uh, and then they ran. They had their big inning. And, man, that team, they're fun, man. And they, they came in. I, you know, we're a little close to the situation because Tori Lovello has been the man to us, so I, I openly admit that. But it looked like he got in their ear a little bit with, like, the, yeah, you know, you, you guys aren't supposed to win game one. And, like, you know, we're, we're going to Milwaukee. This season wasn't even supposed to happen for us. Their at-bats were tough. And then that bullpen, man, they even – a lot of Snakes fans, including our Dalton Feely, who does our stat sheet, they have permanent bullpen fear. <laughs> they have, like, lifelong Arizona bullpen damage. These guys came in and did more than the job. Um, they were lights out. And I want to say his name again because the rookie, Andrew Salfrank, coming out looking like Lefty Gallon, 10.1 uh, innings in the bigs this year. No earned runs, comes into the biggest spot, gets the tapper back to him, and then the first pitch out. Um, really impressive stuff by the crew. Never let a team hang around, and that's what they did. And that's a great way to put it. They Brewers let the Diamondbacks hang around the game. They never put them away when they had the chance to put them away. And honestly, this is going to sound stupid. It's mm. going to sound dumb. I think that if the Brewers go out and put them away tonight, I think they win tomorrow. I, I, I just do. I think that's the way baseball works uh, most of the time. But they just couldn't get the job done today. A couple of nice double plays, like you mentioned, and then that eighth inning, first and second, nobody out with kind of like your guys up, your three, four, five up, and you can't score any runs. It's those are the moments. Like that's the those that's those are the moments of the game. And I guess you have to give credit to the Diamondbacks for getting wiggling out of those. Almost the same way you have to, you know, kind of talk a little smack about the Brewers for not being able to produce in those situations. You have to tip your cap to the Diamondbacks for staying calm in those situations and, you know, making good plays, good decisions. Um, but Corbin Carroll, man, we talked about him so much. Like having him on your team, like you know he's going to do something to help you win a game, like every single time he's on the field. And he's, I mean, he, Obviously showed that this series. Pretty fast. Hopefully Moreno's okay. That was kind of fucked up. I mean, it's not... Yeah, I that's... Was it Terang? I don't think... I mean, it's not his fault, but it's a scary moment, man. That's the biggest storyline to come out of this as for the Diamondbacks moving on. They use a ton of their bullpen for sure, but if he's unable to play and taking a guy out for concussion protocol, I would, you kind of put yourself in a place where you can't play him in two days. Since like mandatory, it's like seven to ten. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Just going off what other thing people say. That was a long break. I almost thought the the umps were gonna come out with a clock and be like, he's in or he's out, guys. Figure it out. Uh, but it's that's a big concussion a big, clock. The concussion yeah. clock's it's a, out. <laughs> it's a big miss for them because they they would have to use the concussion protocol to get another person, another catcher up, or this is what they were talking about, but. I don't he's think there's any way he's not going to be on the roster next round. I don't. Um, and he stayed in the game. At least I hope. At he's... least I freaking hope because, you know, we've all seen. I mean, I was. Well, if he goes on like the concussion seven day, you have the two off days, and then the NL has two games in the first four days. So I think he'd miss the first two games. That's all. And he can just not be on the roster, whoever their third catcher is beyond, if they figure out he's ready game three activate them and they don't care if the third guy is unavailable for the CS if they even get there. So yeah. I don't think you, oh, I think, the, I think you can phantom, the, like a fake injury. Then I think you, can't you can just can replace like, a guy. You have to have an injury. Oh yeah. He, yeah. The guy Seven day concussion. has to be, well, you can can't. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know if they he, have to go. They let him stay in the game after that long wait. And then Tori was like, I, I stepped in and, just figured it's not worth it if a player could possibly be in danger. So, like, he hasn't been technically diagnosed yet. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there is the a test. chance, obviously. And if they do, I, yeah, it becomes an interesting conversation because the numbers when he's behind the plate are so crazy. Um, although I love my guy, um, Herrera, stepping in. Uh, 
got the walk against Uribe, and he put he put one of the first good snake swings of the day. Because we're this deep in, and we don't even mention Freddie Peralta, who was fucking lights out for the first yeah. four and a half innings. Playoff baseball. Should have yep. pulled my John Schneider, Paul Barrios, obviously. You know that. <laughs> Come on, Counts. We know ball. I don't know. I'm disappointed in the Brooker. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. I am. I feel like every year we kind of get to this point where I'm like, this team has the potential to be really good. They're kind of just missing one element, and it showed again today. It showed again today, dude. Like, we need some bats. I know I know the can has been great. I know that Carlos Santana has been great down the stretch. They were like, in what? games, man. I, I like this is the closest one that I think you could be like came down to some bounces. And you're, I, you, I, I agree, with that. I like, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you know, Brewers have kind of earned that out of the, like Jake said, three teams didn't show up. The Brewers showed up and there were some innings where, and some balls where you're like, well, shit. That's not, we did everything we wanted. So I don't know. A lot of hits, but no homers. If I'm, unless I for, I'm forgetting any, uh, one homer, right? In game one, Tyrone Taylor. Oh yeah, he started the game for the homer. You're totally right. Yeah, but that's yeah, only one. I don't know. I just think how different a Brewers team is if like you go out and just go like make a trade for somebody with like a track record, like a real like in their I prime mean, or something. Like it just would make them seem so different. Donaldson was had the best hit to homer ratio of any player in the history of the game this year. Yeah, he did. It's like the Chargers, man, in the NFL. Kind of seems like they always end up with the same like two-minute drive for their life at the end of the game, and they lose. Like I feel like the same way with the Brewers right now. Like Every time they make the playoffs, it's just like... And I want them to be good. I mean, we know a lot of people there, and we root for them, and I, uh, the guys are great. Go but... trade for Vladdy. No. That wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know about that. He's trending the wrong way, Jake. That's Paul a, Goldschmidt. That's I heard a rumor man. he was a uh, his values down. Of, yeah, he's a product of a minor league park. Is the rumor I heard? A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors tonight. <laughs> I heard someone say that. I read someone say that, and I thought it was a real funny insult. What could he have done? He was. That's where his home. T- that's where his home stadium was. Where they played the games. Yeah, he'd have liked to be in a big league park. Yeah. <laughs> Game number four. Are you guys on the snake bandwagon yet? They're facing the Dodgers. I don't think it's going to happen for them. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm rooting for game six. You will be sorry. We don't care that you've dominated us this year in the past eternity. (laughs) Coming for that ass, L.A. Let's go, Jakey boy. Come on. Give it to me, beeps. Oh, yeah. Mm. The Fish would try to keep their season alive with Braxton Brad Garrett as he would sling his Jimmy John, while Aaron would try to say no law to any Miami hope. And so he did. Seven innings, three hits, zero runs. Meanwhile, for the Phillies, I think I'll go to Waltham. Kyle doubles. Trey for one. JT is for real Muto. It's three nothing fills. And the buck stops here for Miami. It's a grand night for Bryson and the boys. We got salami all over Philly. Nola to Jimmy's O'Kirkering to Soto. Phils win 7-1 and sweep the fishy fish. Good job by the fish. Goodbye. You know what? They feel like the team that, um, like there was a late scratch at your high school tournament. So then they just invited this team that's from a, a division below. And you're like, dude, you guys didn't play bad. You tried your hardest. You're just not. It's just a different caliber. That's what this two game set felt like. Like the Phillies invited the best minor league team to come up and give oh them a go God. before the exhibition starts. 
I'm not co-signing this. I'm not co-signing. Hey, I'm not. I you know I'm gonna stay away from the minor league lane. I will say that well, man, that feeling of league. that feeling of you know that local yeah KBO give them KBO that Connecticut U14 tournament and it turned out you know Simsbury Connecticut got measles so we're gonna invite Woodbury this year. God, it had a little bit of that feel because Philly. Was That's what I said. Yeah. yeah, no the the first part I am signing off on. I felt that. Uh, and it's it's a little bit credit to Philly too because we think they're one of the big dogs in the playoffs, right? Like Trev, you're it's you're a Philly much, guy. Has much more to do with Philly than Thank the Marlins. Okay. I was that's okay. where I was saving. But you, it man. is, but it is a, the one of the big. It's the big. It was the biggest divide. We easily. all took the Marlins easily in all these wild card series. Um, I mean, dude, the Marlins had a negative run differential. They shouldn't be a playoff team. We're, just because we expanded it doesn't mean that like every team is good enough to be in the postseason. And the Phillies are really good. They aren't winning the division because the Braves are fucking amazing. But the Phillies are really good. Let me get my little fish uh, beating in real quick. I'll just I'll piggyback with you guys, then I'll leave. It's not even anything to do with the team. It's the fans because we put that graphic out on IG and all of us had the Phillies. How many fish fans were in the comments saying, like, I'm running to the, my bookie and I'm going to hammer Philly or the fish. I'm like, okay. Do you know what I did after the game today? I sat on my couch. I never do this. Never. I sat on my couch. I opened that thing up and I started responding to all the things. You're sleeping on the on the Marlins. And I said, I'm asleep. I'm in LA and I'm sleeping still. So you did get you a lot of responses? I went in and responded to all the comments that were on our thing because I was so mad because they were being so disrespectful just because we picked against their team. We can't always pick your team, people. I didn't notice. So I, I went in, I just I didn't see that. Did it on my phone. That was fun for me a little bit. Uh, but they were all in good spirits because I think that they maybe knew that. Look, I agree with you. I have Philly winning the whole World Series this year. I think they are. I think that I'm riding that like you lose the World Series train and you're hungry for it again. I'm on that. I, I, fully believe in that and they're just a really good team that helps too um this was a one-sided affair i think we're like the best prediction baseball show out there i mean you got the world series correct jake's record on bets he went five for five someone tweeted at me all of our mortal locks that we made we made him money I didn't bet on all of them combined. Should have. Jim, it's... Uh, so, I don't think we're, like, amazing, but everyone else stinks. Jimmy, and actually, Trevor, it's building on both of what you're saying because uh, what I did tonight was live streaming, which we'll be doing for the rest of the playoffs. Make sure you guys tune in. Me, Jolly, and Joe's tonight. Jimbo last night, the whole crew were having a good time. The community, there, the chat's there. Something else we do is we open up the DraftKings Sportsbook. And we place a couple better Roonies. And Trev, uh, the equivalent of what you're saying, like, you know, you had a hunch on this series and you, you thought Philadelphia was a strong team and, and all that. Uh, you know, if you really think that, you can bet on it at DraftKings. Yeah. And uh, yeah. little Poppy had himself a nice night because of them, them boys from Philadelphia. So you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Bet $5.00. And you can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALKING. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALKING. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, ages vary by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. CDKNG.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Yeah, uh... Phillies minus one and a half tonight. Easy. Lead off walk. I know that was crazy. They will haunt. Pache gets the walk. Schwarber does his thing. Trey Turner does his thing. JT Ramuto. Beautiful swing on Homer. 
and then Bryson stopped first pitch, lefty lefty. He cranked that. Yeah. That's no baby homer, dude. He hit the crap out of that. And then then it was just like I they were just thinking, I can't wait to pour beer on you, bro. I I guarantee in the dugout like, man, I can't wait to pour some alcohol on your already wet, soaked body. It's gonna feel so good when we're all in there together. I guarantee that was said. Jake used to say that at our yeah. dorm room. Trevor, you done beating your fish over there? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I'm just saying, dude. It, I mean. Feels good to beat your fish. I get it. it does we get stink. it. You think they stink? We get it. The fish. Stink. I didn't ever think. I didn't think the fish stink. I just think that the Phillies are very, very good. And they're like almost. I'm not going to say a team of destiny. I'm not going to say that. Um, but. They weren't getting bounced in the first round. There was just no way. There was no way in my mind the Phillies were not going to be facing the Braves. Like this was, this is, maybe it was destiny, Jake. Maybe it was. Nola was awesome. His final line's really good. Threw a lot of pitches. Threw him a lot of the time. And he had fun, most of all. I like watching David Cohn watch Aaron Nola. How about that? I thought that was great. He had a lot of good insight. Uh, I like when he talks pitching. I usually don't. I think that he's tries to understand the modern game better than any other announcer out there, especially former pitchers. So I give a lot of credit to Dave and Cody. That made the game more enjoyable for me to watch. Um, Tony's the best. DC. Yeah. I like, I, I thought he was great. And yeah, Noel was great. And, this I don't know, man. It just it it never felt close, like ever. Wasn't Kirkering. First name Orion. Shout, yeah, shout out him. He's he's an army brat, so we love all these army brats uh, doing their thing. He only has how many innings does he have? BB BBD. Uh, it sounds like in the big leagues or something like that. Oh. Yeah, not a lot. He came up like a, a week or two ago, so. I guess I can click on his name right here. Hold on. You don't believe in confidence. Three innings coming into tonight. Oh um, watch, watch his first pitch compared to his fifth pitch when he's rolling, and like it should be like a class on body language. Like here's a guy who's nervous pitching in a playoff game for the first time. Here's a guy that knows he's better than you, and he's going to get you out. This guy went from he played in all the divisions, low A, double A, and triple A, then the big leagues. Wow, and in the playoffs. This year? Yep. He was Orion. a pig, a Lehigh Valley iron pig. Kirkring. Jolly. What, I mean, you think about the names that you could have. You could have so much fun with that name during your burns, Jake. Jolly said there's Jolly said there's a rumor that there's a chance that Philly was like hiding this dude. Like they were gonna be ready to bring him up earlier, but they were like, hey. Yeah. Guys, I love the rumors. I love July third. Rumor, rumors he, tonight, not very good. He was in high A on July. These are A Rod rumors. Which one's more believable, Jolly's or mine? Mine was the Rays. Yours, I think. I think mine was the Rays. Is. We're just kind of done with baseball. They I think yours him. is more believable than Jolly saying they were hiding this guy. Can what? I? Can Jolly, I, he was pitching in front of Statcast the his entire minor league season, bro. Then I agree Everybody with you. He has it. I'd also like to say I think mine's more believable than, than than not debuting a guy because you Love want him to pitch in the postseason. Holy sh- Nike guys! He was in High A July third. He pitched one game in Triple A on September twentieth. I wonder like how that happens. If are you just reading his numbers, like his data, and like holy shit, like this guy's RPMs on his curveball are three thousand, like. He's it's going to play. I think that's what it is. I think that's like honestly probably it. Like he's had success. His overlying his his metrics are what they are. We know it's going to translate. So come on, big boy. You won the Paul Owens Award. So once you win that, you're kind of on everyone's radar. That's the best pitcher in the Phillies organization for the year. Okay. Is that also a rumor, or did you just is that true? It's for Jake to decide. We'll never know. What's real, man? What's real is that in 1989, Jason Grimsley won the Paul Owens Award. God, hell of a sinker. 
I mean, there's we'll a... be previewing the DS. I believe that's coming out Friday. Yeah. J.A. Happ won this award. Trev, I believe, isn't the rumor the world ended in 2017 and we're just living out like the dream? It's either a simulation or it's not, Jake. That's what I always say. Marlon Bird won a Paul Owens award. Okay. Roped up. Marlon Bird is still jacked, by the way. I follow him on Instagram because I'm scared to not follow him on Instagram. Mm. We met Marlon Bird. He tossed me uh, BP. Wow. Chase Utley, Cole Hamels, Ryan Howard. Uh-oh, Ryan Howard won it twice. Kind of a dubious honor. Crash Davis. Was you know who I have on my... He stuck uh, behind Tome? Is that what his deal was? So he like had to repeat AAA because he didn't know what else to do. Who? Howard? I be- yeah, I believe that's... Yeah, t- yeah he, was, he was blocked and just like raking in AAA because Jim Tome was there. That is true. Anyways, anyways, that's it. That's all of them. Division preview Friday. These are great matchups. I can't wait to talk about it. In 61 games at AAA that year, Howard had a 371 batting average, a 467 on base, 691 slugging. Chick sucks. He was probably fine with not being. Yeah, he was. Where were they back then? It wasn't Lehigh Valley because that's a new stadium. Scranton. Oh. Fine, <laughs> waiting to wait. That's why. Like that's why his character in the office, Ryan Howard. <laughs>